0: What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, the Rams win the Super Bowl. Cooper Cup wins Super Bowl MVP. But most importantly, James Harden is a sixer and Ben Simmons is a net. I lied. Most actual importantly, it is our boy Eagleson's birthday. Make sure to hit him up. Give him some love. Snapback fam, new app. Let's The Baltimore Let's get
1: Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own.
0: All year. Every year. Jackson, Jackson himself. Oh, he broke his ankle. Albert's oh, gonna win a football game!
1: Albert's gonna win a football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought
0: is over. Bryant, put the jumper. He goes oh, and the Lakers lead, What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is
2: on your mind today? Football has come and gone. So has Andrew Eagleson's 17th year of life. (laughs) Happy birthday, Eagleson. We'll get to you at the end of the show. Which means it's time to turn our attention to the NBA hardwood. Whoa, baby! Expectations are back. I don't give a shit. I am ready to be hurt. But before we discuss all that, Jack, you've just done a long... I don't even know how long it's been. Two weeks, Vegas, L.A., Cleveland, apartment moving. What's 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 going on with you?
0: A lot. Pretty much everything is going on with me. I feel bad, first of all, for everyone's ears for that little celebration. But we will get to NBA the second half of the podcast. We are going to properly wrap up the NFL first. Pro Bowl was all right. The game kind of stunk, but the festivities were fun around it. Super Bowl was a whirlwind. It was crazy. I met people that I had no business meeting. I drank more than I should have probably drank. I'll give you a fun little story. Friday night, Justin Bieber kill, killed it. Like, I'm talking killed it.
2: I've seen I, Bieber in concert.
0: Yeah, I was I was drinking maybe a little too much. So much so that I saw my buddy who's an agent the next day and I said, what up? I was like, did I see you last night? And I was like, oh, shit. yeah, Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing you. And then the other image in my head that popped in was I was at a table with Josh Allen and George Kittle, but was so out of it. Which
2: Jaguars Josh Allen. No, no, no superior.
0: No. Big tall quarterback Josh Allen. So that goes to show where my head was at the majority of the weekend. Super Bowl in LA is, you know, very crazy because celebrities, there's tears to it. And even in LA, where did, where did
2: you fall on those? Tiers? I was like F tier, like definitely F. Feel like that's for Super Bowl in LA. Calling yourself F tier is like one of the most cocky things. I like. You're like you ever working? You ever working Excel? And when you get to the Z column, it goes back to AA. Yeah, yeah. you're you're ZZ when it comes to
0: maybe. Maybe. I did say, I don't know if I said on the air, but I did say for the Drake and Beaver party, which is a 1,500 person party, I was like 1,494 out of the 1,500. So And your manager was 1,499? He was probably 1,495. His girlfriend, 1,496. His His... Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news on the podcast. Apparently. Didn't know that, Alex. <laughs> his dad was 1,497, but... Only, But probably jumped in the power rankings because as I was uh, going to say hi to him, he was on a table somehow with Jeff Bezos. So if, if you want to <laughs> yeah, start to understand how L.A. Super Bowl works, that is probably the best instance is you've got people with millions of millions of followers and legit celebs walking around in general admission because that is how elite some of these freaking parties are. Uh, so, LA was a trip. The game was, I would describe it as like, let's say we hop on Sunday night after a week eight NBC Sunday night football game. Pretty good game, questionable calls, comes down to the wire, and we're like, oh, we can debate this. We move on. If it hadn't been the Super Bowl, but it was, legacies were on the line. So, halftime show was incredible. I know people incredible. enjoyed it. Uh, on the TV, in the stadium, it was spectacular. I was on the wrong side, just to give everyone a frame of mind. I was on the back side, but two years ago in Miami, I was in the end zone when all six touchdowns were scored on the opposite side. This year, Cooper Cup's game-winning touchdowns scored not only on my side, but also my corner, so a little redemption there. Super Bowl was a lot of fun, um, and now it's on to Cleveland for All-Star Weekend. You going to the game? am i going to the game so i think i think this is an interesting space to discuss this maybe we save it for the back half of the podcast but a whole little like covid situation vaccine booster we can get into the politics of it all later let's super bowl recap real quick rams win it all your boy called his shot from day 1 said the rams were legit they got better hit that pre That's not all you said That's not all you said from day one. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm not perfect, are you? No, you are. You said from day one the Uh. Bengals were cuties. (laughs) We did say that. We did say the Bengals were cuties, and they were, because the Rams, as good as they were, as loaded as they were, by the end of the game when Odell was down, Robert Woods, Higby, Aker was playing like shit, they couldn't block. Like, that was a very beatable team. If I'm a Cincy fan, look – I don't know. You have lost the Super Bowl before. I've never lost the Super Bowl. You were young when you lost. But let's say you're you're a middle-aged Cincy fan, you're a person who's going to remember this game. Obviously, losing Super Bowl sucks. If you're a Falcons fan, that sucks, right? You blew a leap, but you blew it to Tom Brady. And so there's a little solace in that. If I'm a Cincy fan, I'm sick. Because they just did not want to win the game. They had like 14 different opportunities pick up one first down score one touchdown score one field goal get one stop one turn and they just like didn't make a play the entire second half
2: especially because if you can say since he didn't want to win the game like they didn't try to and that's why since he fans should be sick another reason why since he fans should be sick that they didn't win the game is because the Rams didn't try to win the game either
0: (laughs) it was crazy three and a half
2: they were actively trying to lose the game. Three and a half quarters worth of first down runs from Sean McVay when he has 11 carries for about 11 yards the entire game. Nice. and that's it's, if you want to talk about another reason why Cincy fans should be sick to their stomachs. They'll never be back. Nope, not. Even they'll never be remotely close. They will never be back. I'm sorry, you caught lightning in a bottle. It was fun. That video of the kid dancing um, outside the tailgate was electric. Thank you for that content, but I am. I'm down for Bengals fans to turn on me that listen to this podcast because one, you don't scare me, and two, I don't give a shit. I know I'm right about this. You have your franchise quarterback. Congrats. Uh,
0: I'm hearing, <laughs> I am
2: hearing from sources, and we'll
0: talk about sources later. No, it's not from sources, but I did see a tweet today. Maybe they're calling him Ryan Tannehill with a nice outfit on. I don't know. That's just what some are
2: saying. After That's not fair. I, He didn't didn't have a running game to carry him. Joe Mixon threw as
0: many touchdown passes as him
2: in the Super Bowl. I said running game.
0: Uh, Joe Mixon was actually fantastic in the Super Bowl. He threw five touchdown passes in four playoff games. I'm just saying, people. I'm just saying. That's all.
2: They extend Zach Taylor today. Oh, my God. They're riding high on this Super Bowl loss. You got lucky. Your offensive line. Stinks. No, 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 all right, all right.
0: I, I I like more when you say the lightning in a bottle. We know you have to have a, a great amount of luck to do anything. They did play well. Like I'm not going to deny that.
2: Did they against Tampa? I mean, against Tennessee and and the, and Vegas.
0: They they really didn't. But yeah, I guess their luck is the draw. I they're not that good.
2: They just weren't that good. They were the better team in the playoffs in each of their games. For a total of two halves. Yeah. I would say the first half of the Oakland game. And the second half of the Chiefs game. So two out of eight halves that they played in. They were the better team. That's 25%. They have an electric young core of weapons. Higgins, Chase, Mixon, Burroughs good. The offensive line is shit. And now you're in a conference with every quarterback in the NFL. Every single one. I'm sorry, Bengals fans. This is where it ends.
0: Let's be clear and just have people, instead of me sounding like a hater or even you potentially sounding like a hater, people will call me a hater because I'm a Ravens fan, but, but when it comes from you, it sounds a little more genuine. It's not that I don't think Burrow is actually really good or that they could He's look. the guy he's the guy he's absolutely the guy they could spend a lot of money in free agency and get he's on that rookie deal windows open although Stafford winning has opened multitude of windows for other quarterbacks Lamar Jackson um but it's just not mathematically possible I know sometimes I lose Abe here but Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, whoever Pittsburgh drafts, if Aaron Rodgers comes through, if Russell Wilson comes through, it's just not possible. All of these guys cannot go to the Super Bowl every year. So to say, like, if Burrow got back
2: once in his career, that would be a pretty big accomplishment in the AFC. The biggest accomplishment would be Joe Burrow getting his name in the category of Joe Flacco, Nick Foles, Matt Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers. It's a tough one. Drew that's, Brees. That, yeah. That's how you. What you yeah. have to crack. You have to crack that elite group of quarterbacks that have one Super Bowl ring, and Joe Burrow will not. Yeah. He just won't. Not in Cincinnati, at least. Right. I'll say that. Not. But yeah. and, and if,
0: if you said, "Is Burrow yeah. going to win a ring in the next five years no. on the on Cincy?" Yes or no? I think no is like. Minus I would throw
2: I would throw $5,000 right. that I that I don't have on no, <laughs> And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, and this is where I draw the line. This is where I draw the line. Bengals fans saying the refs cost them the game. Do we not remember the T. Higgins touchdown, first play of the second half, blatant OPI, blatant face mask, run it back a million times. It was a missed call. That was the reason you were in the game. So don't cry, Wolf. There are such things in the NFL. Don't cry, breath. There are such things in the NFL as makeup calls, and you just got got at the wrong time. You
0: got got in the worst possible but, time. But that
2: being said, the missed call on Higgins in the start of the second half was way more egregious than the holding call on so Cough. against egregious.
0: I actually didn't think that it was a much of a hold on cup. Like I thought he put guess, two hands no. on him. So it's like an instant call, but I thought he stuck, which is legal. And I thought he put his hand on, I didn't see a grab obviously against cup. They're going to assume that's a mismatch, all that good <clears> stuff. But I thought, yes, that was a very tough call. And then Eli Apple gets embarrassed. Look, if you put the game away, it's the same thing I said about the bills. I don't care about the overtime rule you go into your shell and allow Mahomes to go 50 yards in 13 seconds you deserve to lose you hold a 10 point lead or whatever they were up in the second half and you play that mishmash football and you can't block and you almost tear your quarterbacks ACL and MCL again I don't feel bad for you so that is my feeling on the refs let's talk about the MVP award for the game Cooper Cup wins he was awesome especially on the final drive obviously Am I crazy for saying I thought Matt Stafford deserved to win the award?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you are. Because as much as he orchestrated that that drive and won them the game and went down the field, he was also part of the reason – most of the reason by making dumb throws that they were in this situation. See that, they were that
0: in. that's where I disagreed. the The interception debates his first one. That was effectively an arm pun. It was third and seventeen from the 40. Yeah, but an interception is
2: an interception. It is.
0: It is. But but you also have to recognize, like, all right, if he throws the ball, I thought out you of were going to say Donald, and I was cool with that. What Donald? I thought you were going to say him, not Stafford. No, Staff- Stafford went two eighty seven three touchdowns, he lost to OBJ during the game, didn't have Higby, didn't have Woods, so he really had to make do. Cooper Cup went under his receptions and receiving yards props. I mean, how can you be the MVP if you don't even make the people some money? And then the second interception was definitely not his fault. That was just unlucky. The receiver dropped the ball and popped it up in the air, so... I have him at like 287 and a half interception with three touchdowns. I thought he should be Super Bowl MVP. Aaron Donald was obviously dominant, made key plays at key times, but I don't think he deserved to be MVP. But couple yeah, the game I mean,
2: the game great. came down at the end to every re, every X's and O's reason why people said the Rams were going to win. They're going to win in the trenches. The mismatch in the trenches for three and a half quarters. There was no real mismatch in the trenches as much as they're anticipated have been. But at the end, Aaron Donald came through and that's really where the Rams won is at the end of the game on the line of scrimmage he did make two of the biggest plays of the game uh the reason that I look in Aaron Donald's stats one of his stats the one sack sack pushing Burrow out of bounds that's not a sack um but I think Cup, rightfully so was the MVP it was kind of a little bit of a tallest midget type deal with this year's MVP but I
0: I do feel like it came from a place of like Five years ago, Stafford probably wins it. Now that we try very hard to like find new faces and new places, I, I love the Cup got it because I think it caps off what is probably mm-hmm. the best wide receiver season ever, which is insane to say. I mean, combine his playoffs with his regular season, and you won't see anything as dominant. It was quite spectacular. Uh, we already covered the borough is trash. We covered the refs. Cup halftime show was amazing. Um, Sick. Too short too short i need another 15 song out of, minutes all of long.
2: That. it was 15 minutes long i, I know but we strong.
0: got like one eminem we only got like one from uh mary
2: j blige who i thought killed it um which speaking I mean, of snoop and dre just dominated yeah of snoop crip walking across the stage kendrick's part was dope even though he's been mia for years um i could have seen kendrick getting one more song but overall the the halftime show was unbelievable you got 50 cent coming in out of nowhere who's reenacting his music video for um uh in the club and it was, like a lot of people don't even know that but that's him hanging upside down is what he did in the music mm-hmm. video the halftime show is someone who when the the artists were released i was like i don't want to watch that shit in 2022 really like, I, I was not excited up until like the game and i was like okay you know what they're all like, cali people la this could this could be dope the set was sick. The way they used the stage, it was better than the weekend last year. It just didn't really do anything. Terrible. Uh, they the NFL crush it with this halftime show for sure.
0: Yeah, another example of why the Super Bowl should be in L. A. Besides the amount of celebrities from Shaq, LeBron, I could go literally on and on. Every between every commercial break, they just showed another celebrity who was bigger than the next. I saw Justin Bieber, Drake, and those five, and like. Eminem might have been the seventh biggest <laughs> performer I saw in a forty-eight hour period. That's like I—I I would be a genuine fan of them doing it there every couple years because it's so much better. But we got Arizona next year and Vegas the year after. And New I, I think that's a bad that. idea. What is? And New Orleans the year after that. New Orleans, that's run it back, Raven style. But Vegas, it's going to be dangerous. Like we've already seen what the athletes have been getting into, and. Vegas Super Bowl week will just be. I'm nervous. Yeah, I think
2: it's gonna be like if I'm if I when might the Eagles make the Super Bowl next year? I think I'm gonna like try and put something out there. It's in Vegas next year. No, it's in Phoenix next year. In two years, when the Eagles make the Super Bowl in two years, might not next year. Um, I think you gotta like just mandate. Okay, team stays here till Saturday.
0: Yeah, team stays in their home city. I would say the player the players are actually normally on their best behavior. I would say that. But Wednesday night, like, Jalen Ramsey was at the club. Just at That's the club. That's sick. Like,
2: and then he gives up a career high in yards <laughs> right. on Sunday.
0: Like, any correlation here, maybe. Jamar Chase is absolutely sick. Um, I've mentioned Mary J. Blige. We haven't mentioned the national anthem because she killed it. Not only did she kill it, but everyone's richer, thanks to Abe and a little creme brulee. Just a little creme
2: brulee, baby. Quickie Mickey, huh? They called her. Listen, this this line was crazy this line jump opened at a minute came down to 93 seconds which would have been the shortest one since Kelly Clarkson in 2012 things leaked apparently it jumped all the way up back to I think 109 anywhere between 109 and 111 and I, I'm I'm hearing different things she's holding out the the brave note for a long time and I went against my gut my gut originally told me the under but sometimes you have to rethink and reevaluate, and, and swallow some pride and just go with the right answer. Now, when she started singing, I thought I was screwed. That thing was – she started quick. She came out hot. She came out hot. Towards the end, she picked – she slowed it down. She was dragging out notes, and then it was like a 10.3 second brave or something. Uh, if you followed me on Twitter, you would know – That that's the pick that I gave out. If you listen to the pod, you would know Creme Brulee meant the over. Even though I looked back at my Twitter and I realized that it was just a dead giveaway that Creme Brulee meant the over. Why? Because I think I tweeted Creme Brulee on anything under 109. Mm. So it's just like, obviously, he's taking the Mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. But. No, not. I mean,
0: it's like if it was like 70 and I'm saying. It's kind of confusing. I'm not going to lie.
2: Well, the people got it because the they listened to the podcast. It. And hopefully, that's all I cared about. Hopefully they did. And that cashed. I think she clocked in at like 111 and I got it at 109 and a half.
0: I thought it was like 1 No, it was like 151. Oh, 111 seconds. Yeah. Is what you're saying.
2: Yeah. yeah. 1 minute and that. 11 seconds, Jack Jesus. She's, well, said, she's quick. Well, you said you said it
0: came down towards a minute earlier and then you said 90 seconds and yeah, it just got
2: confusing. You flip
0: between like minutes and seconds. Bottom line is,
2: I was over three in the past years, and now I'm the hottest anthem better in the country.
0: There we go. As for me, see you next year. I'm not necessarily coined the Gatorade predictor. I'm the Gatorade boy because I I captured that content in 2020. It went blue back to back, and I think sometimes, like you were saying, we overthink these things. And why taste thing? It's just taste. I don't think it's a taste thing, though. I think the Rams have blue Gatorade. They're blue. And I went secondary color to then match with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase for LSU, and it's close to orange. Just doing too much, you know. Mm -hmm. And so next year, I hope... Less is more Jackson. I hope we really get back into the film room and think about, okay, the Ravens
2: are purple. It's probably going to be purple. If you really wanted to be the gatorade guy you would watch the all 22 weeks one through 17 and just zoom in on the gatorades each week and just write down the trends of each team yeah what their cool. what the team preferences are uh but you know it's bullshit win or lose both teams should be required to dump their gatorade like you should have the the people deserve to know if the Bengals won what the gatorade
0: would have been but there's also speculation that each cooler is different so it depends what cooler is actually closer
2: you gotta pick one you got to pick one, but okay. each each team should have to disclose their Gatorade colors at the end of the game.
0: Last thing on the Super Bowl and really the NFL season that Matt Stafford throw the no looker. I mean that's the greatest. Yeah, I
2: didn't see that until on Twitter the next day that it was a no that it was a no so, look.
0: Yes, yeah, so it was my buddy that actually filmed it, and he didn't realize that he had the footage till the next day and he hit him up. He hit up the NFL. He was like, I've got this dope clip and they were like, all right, let's post it. And 10 million plus views later. I mean, that, that is impressive. And so that's another reason why I thought he could have won Super Bowl MVP. I just thought he, you know, he was the most valuable player. And I think sometimes you take into account their whole postseason. cup was great, obviously too, but he, he was putting it together, Matt Stafford. So, Big shout-out to him. Big shout-out to
2: the Rams. What about freaking OBJ, dude? Everyone just like kind of forgets that he tore his ACL again. Guy's going to be a free agent this year. Just had a rejuvenation in, in L.A. And now who's going to try and give him? Nobody's going to give him a big contract. If he played out that game, he might not be ready for Hetzel halfway through next year. And that's yeah, his second torn ACL. Yeah, I think so.
0: I, I'm more bullish because, look, you're the doctor. I mean, I love the guy. Yeah, you're the doctor, but I'll say modern medicine has made great strides, even the past few years. Cam, Cam Akers Akers was, too, was the on, on the three week right. IR for the Achilles. <laughs> right. I mean, it was like he stubbed his toe. So I am a huge believer that Odell will be back. Now, mentally, that's tasking. I mean, taxing, rather, to rehab an injury and then eventually get back to your peak form and then hurt it again, go through that process, lose out on a huge contract. He'll probably have to play on a one-year deal, but I don't see a downside to fitting in in L.A. on a one-year. He joins in November. Philadelphia. They're getting Robert definitely. Woods back, maybe. That's what I'm saying, though. If he's wide receiver three, Van Jays four, and then he uses that to kind of push for it, I think that's a good option for him. So I have no doubt Odell will be fine, uh, but he was spectacular. And really what we should be talking about is – how the fuck do you moonwalk in cleats? I still don't understand
2: how that's possible. I don't think it's as hard as you think it is. How? It, it's not like you're not sticking it into the turf. You're grazing it like on the grass. But how does your, you know, cleats are like hard. I mean, clearly bottom. he wasn't wearing great cleats. No,
0: that's a turf thing. That's a turf thing. Not as close. Yeah. The NFL players hate turf. Hate turf. It, it, it hurts. The, it's bad for the ligaments. And what's the, the what's the logic behind having it? It looks
2: nicer. Uh it's way cheaper. Easier to
0: Yeah, they don't have to tend to it. You know, it costs millions of dollars. You know, those owners worth billions. Grass costs millions. My ass. I'm it sorry. It it's fucking grass, dude. You gotta water that, John. You gotta paint it, you gotta fertilize, you gotta cut it. What do you know about
2: landscaping?
0: I actually, uh, my senior project, I did a landscaping thing at a golf course for a day. So what do I for know? For a day? I know just about that. <laughs> for, for a, a day. day? Yeah, for a day.
2: <laughs> I am actually a plant father. We have three very large plants in my apartment. And their names are? Um, One of them's name is JPP because mm. one of his leaves broke off. Mm. The, one of them's name is Alfonso. The other's name is Pepe. Mm.
0: okay alfonso I never jpp
2: and pepe yeah well are your plants real do you water them every saturday no fake. do you turn you have real oh, plants real plants that have grown big as shit oh wow okay i'm a whole ass dad
0: you're a whole me ass and van dad. jefferson <laughs> you and van jefferson all right well that is the nfl season last thing before we take a break abe 260 days out Who's our – or, sorry, rather, 360 days out. Chiefs. You're going back to the Chiefs. You don't quit on them.
2: No. They have Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All right. Who are you picking? I'm telling you. The year. <laughs> the year. You're going back to the Ravens. You don't quit on them. I don't.
0: <laughs> so we're aligned. Yeah, we're aligned. All right. We're going to take a quick break. After the break – probably the moment you've been waiting for not you Abe the the audience because James Harden is a Philadelphia 76er and oh one more time say it one more time and Simmons is no longer we'll be right back All right, fam, we are back. Let's talk about the Lakers first, Abe. What do you say? The who? (laughs) James Harden is a 76er. Good thing that Abe said no matter what happens, the Sixers are not contenders this
2: year. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I said that with the roster that they had. No. I mean, if you could try to hold me to that all, all you want, but I'll be preaching it's ch- finals or bust. It's championship or bust. Okay. Well, it's going to be bust.
0: I, I'll be preaching that as well.
2: I just don't know how you can say that, first off. How? I do? I need- Holy shit. Let me take you through my – Last week I was on Twitter for 26 hours a day. I turned off my screen time on Friday, so I didn't get a notification on Sunday. Jack stirring the pot with the Philly media talking out of pot. his ass stirring the wind horse is telling me we're in the deal zone. What was just tell it? just wash as fuck? He is washed. Woe was just telling me? They're not talking. It comes down Jack, just as you predicted, this thing was coming down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, it finally happens. I get blown up on my phone. I can't even think straight. I'm at lunch with my boss eating Cava, like not, not being able to talk like I was just like what's wrong and I was like nothing nothing is wrong we did it we fucking did it and I was at the game last night against Boston where we lost by 50 Harden's first game as on the bench he didn't play he rings the bell it it, it doesn't seem real to me it it really doesn't the fact that James Harden is a sixer like the photo it, it still looks like photoshops and I and I don't I don't think I'll ever wrap my head around it. He's not playing until after the all-star break. But once he does I, I, how do you stop him and MB together? How do you?
0: Pick a, I mean, I'm pick asking a leg- you
2: Pick a pick a, tendon, don't, don't, go that. a don't go that way. I don't know. <laughs> Other than injury, how do you stop them?
0: Their head coach. You don't.
2: You don't. Their head coach? You don't. One of the biggest flaws of the Sixers this year is when teams play zone against them like it's in fucking middle school. How do you play zone against James Harden and Joel Embiid? I would argue that Joel Embiid, not in the same stratosphere, so don't get it twisted, but when it comes to gravity of an NBA player and drawing defenders and attracting gravity, it's Steph and then it's Embiid.
0: And I just don't
2: know how you double. Giannis. Yeah, What?
0: people back away from him when he's at the three-point line yeah the three-point line people i mean people aren't guarding joel and like he's Steph at the three-point line but the second Giannis enters the paint it's it's a five-man collapse mm, i would say him be more but
2: eh, to each their own <laughs> uh, you keep matisse you keep maxi and now it's go time baby just as james said it's i, I can't believe this is happening to me
0: you know it's pretty funny that I'm just kind of realizing when you when you say it like that. Obviously, keeping Maxi Matisse is incredible long term, and I think they're you know interesting pieces here. But Seth Curry is probably a better
2: spacer for for what you guys are trying to do in this. Not not I mean yes, but the way that Tyrese Maxi is shooting the ball from three this year, it's kind of irrelevant. And now you have James James Harden on the Sixers. From all right, let's let's take this off me. For thoughts a second, thoughts first.
0: on a, thoughts on a like a historically just coming up losing franchise with a losing coach with two losing players. Like, how do you factor that in?
2: I don't think it's fair, really, to call Joel a losing player. I mean, he's never been to a conference finals. Yeah, because his loser teammate just left. Um. All right, outside looking in. Forget what everything I just said, because obviously it's Larry O'Brien or bust. Genuinely. You're talking not to Abe Granoff. You're talking to somebody on the street. And they ask for an outlook of the Eastern Conference Finals. Rank, give me percentages of each team coming out of the East as of today. Miami? Zero. Sorry, I'm not including Chicago for obvious reasons. Milwaukee? 50%. Philadelphia? Brooklyn?
0: There's no one else? you t- Cleveland Cleveland all right if I had to get my honest like like where I would set my odds at I would say Miami 10% Chicago 5% Cleveland 2% um Bucks 50% You're at 67% right now okay and then so that leaves like 33% between you two
2: Brooklyn and Philly
0: yeah, I'd say a lot of question marks with Brooklyn obviously, more answers with Philly, but you have to factor that in. I'd say you guys are probably
2: about even in my head right now. What do you think basketball wise? Don't say injuries, don't say Doc Rivers, say what do the Sixers don't have? What don't the Sixers have?
0: I think their their defense obviously takes a step back there. Why? Like, in in theory, if Ben's... Like, because you guys...
2: We traded a player that's not on our team for James Harden. Correct,
0: correct. But, okay, so... And two
2: of the most barbecue chicken defenders that the league knows in Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. That's correct.
0: But then you have to counter... You have to factor in, like, okay, now you kept Matisse and he's going to play, but do you not need him on offense, right? And then you're playing four against five on offense, which it could be enough with Maxi and Tobias and and the other two, but... That's a thing, but Maxie and Harden are a bad defensive backcourt. I don't think that's a good defensive backcourt. Maxi's not horrible. I'm not saying he's horrible, but overall, like that is not that's a bad defensive backcourt.
2: Yeah, but Matisse usually guards the best player on the floor anyway. But
0: do you visualize that being the five in the playoffs?
2: Like you think um, Matisse is in closing I lineups? Think it, yeah, I do. I do think I think Matisse is in clo- closing lineups over Danny Green one because fuck Danny Green. Two, because we need him on the defensive end, and when it comes down to late game in the playoffs, it's going to be James and Joel, two-man ball. So the offense, like you're not running sets late in the game of a playoff
0: game. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Look, on paper, if it was a game of two-on-two, that would be a nasty two-on-two, right? But there's way more pieces involved, and now you have taken an absolute knockdown shooter out, and re- and replace him with a good three point shooter who's more of a ball handler
2: and and you've got to count on Tobias Harris. I've never watched a Philadelphia Sixer that could dribble the ball and shoot the ball together. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey a little bit this year. I've never had that. Allen Iverson he couldn't really shoot the ball like a knockdown jump shot. He was good in the mid range, but I mean, like James he wasn't Harden,
0: like isn't technically a knockdown shooter this year.
2: This year, but he was also playing his way out of Brooklyn.
0: When was the last time he wasn't playing his way out of anything, though? He's a diva. He got Russ off the team. He got Chris Paul off the team.
2: Hey, man, you heard him. Philadelphia was his first choice. He had not get <laughs> there one way or another. It
0: was his first choice. Look, I, it's, uh, it upgrades the team from not having a player on the court. I totally agree.
2: Last night when I'm at the game and we lose by 50... It was like the middle of the third quarter. I think we're down 38. The crowd was pretty silent. It was one of the times where the music was stopped playing. It was like an offensive possession. And all of a sudden, you hear somebody from the second level scream, James, I swear, we're not this ass. (laughs) Don't ask out. Don't ask out. Don't ask out.
0: Yeah. I I think for Brooklyn now, they get better if Ben's going to play. Like Harden's probably a better basketball player, but system-wise. Probably. He's definitely a better basketball Thank you. player, but in that on that team, we have agreed like James Harden didn't really do much for them. Like defensively, they had a playmaker in Kyrie. He was almost used as like a non-scorer, and I think he's at his best when he is scoring and when the ball is in his hands all the time. And I anticipate that will be the case in Brook- or in Philly rather. Um, so I think Brooklyn gets better. I like the Seth pickup for them. The Drummond thing doesn't really do much for me. I still think they're kind of they're they'll be tough to defend. Joel and Giannis when it comes to it. I think it's a similar situation to last year. To be honest, is like whoever hopefully doesn't get that matchup, which is out of you three. Like that's the team that's going to have the best chance. To I win.
2: mean, let's not talk about Brooklyn like they're a lot. Like they're three games out of being locked into a playoff spot right now. With Katie no timetable return. Ben Ten, which is the dumbest fucking nickname I've ever heard, nowhere to be playing yet. Even if he does play, that's bad news for them. And Kyrie, who knows what's going on with this mandate thing and anything. Brooklyn could be playing in a Brooklyn might not make the playoffs. They're gonna make the playoffs. Can I get some odds? You
0: can. At your favorite sports book where wherever it is, you can easily get odds. And they will no, be from in- you. For me, for Brooklyn not to make the playoffs? I don't even know what the odds are. Like That's to win their playing well, games?
2: Well, no. I mean, they could jump up. They could make a run in it and not play in the playing game. As of right now, they're three games deep in the plan. Yeah. Let's see if I can find playoffs.
0: Who, who's even in the play They're going to lose to the Raptors?
2: They're going to lose to... Who are they going to lose to? Yeah, man. It's, it's an oblong ball
0: no it's not it's actually around toronto
2: charlotte toronto brooklyn charlotte and atlanta with the knicks jack (laughs) if the knicks play brooklyn in a playing game i know you guys probably won't make it because holy shit are you bad i will have my chest painted in barclays with you i mean it'll be a home game for the knicks in barclays
0: it would be unbelievable we'll lose but it would be unbelievable
2: i I don't know we you want to talk about unbelievable Jack, when the trade went down, what did you buy? I mean, can I get some credit?
0: That is like, while everyone else is on Twitter. Oh, my God. Jersey swap this. Your boy is on the toilet and is like, you know what? Tick pick. Friends of the podcast. Friends of the brand. I'm going to hop on and buy two front row, not courtside, front row, middle section seats for $2,500 total. A singular seat, Abe. Goes for thirty five hundred dollars, so twenty five hundred into seven thousand dollars. I can sell right now, make four grand in profit. Never think, (laughs) never think about Ben Simmons again. But Ben says he hopes to play, which means the hype zero.
2: I'm not gonna do a whole zero zero zero, but I watched his press conference interview yesterday. He's the same fucking person. He I agree, but of. I don't the think same answers when you
0: reacted like to what he said. I disagree. I think it actually was a little more positive than than you made it seem. Here's the situation, though. Conditioning can only go on for so long. Right. And so the deadline or rather all star break is through the 22nd, which gives us about two and a half more weeks for Ben to get into shape. He would ha- he would have to avoid playing. For probably like 10 games to say he couldn't play in Philly. And you saw James Harden on the That's not bench. what I'm
2: saying is going to happen. Ben's
0: Jack. already. Wait, is Ben going to be at the game tonight? He is.
2: Yeah, he'll be there. Dude, get me my jersey. I would have rocked that. Jack, I'm not saying he's gonna. his conditioning won't ramp up. He could play tomorrow, tonight. He won't play in Philadelphia.
0: Play or be in the building. That's the thing. If he's on the bench, I'm there. If he's on the bench, I'm there. Like, it, it is irrelevant if he plays or not.
2: No, he'll probably stay in Brooklyn to get his knee drained or some bullshit like that's that. That's the thing is I don't see, because it's conditioning
0: right now, he would have to fake a COVID test, which he already did try that once. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But that's where I'm like, the timing actually fits to where if he steps on the court... Which, as you just said, they actually do need him. Like, with Kyrie's status and Durant's status to stay in the hunt, they need Ben to play. He has to play before March 10th. And if he does, he can't avoid that. And maybe he is in a better place mentally. Like, it is understandable, and I think it's a good time to discuss this too now. Like, do people understand that removing yourself from the most toxic situation in your entire life could... How it, it was toxic because
2: of fucking him?! It was toxic because of him, sure, because his play was bad, but Abe. The narrative that has switched on this fucking guy in the last week is driving me insane. Who were the ones that were retweeting fucking summer workout videos of Ben Simmons in the corner, hyping him up that he's going to be shooting year in, year out, every single year? The Sixers fans were. Who were the fans that were trying to teach him how to shoot a free throw in the middle of a playoff game that were cheering for him? like, like. But where he, did it get to? A, but think about where it got to. It got to him being a bitch. Right. Saying it was, and then he goes back on his word, saying it was nothing about anybody that said after the series in Atlanta, just stop lying. Stop lying. Just say, I didn't want to be there don't attribute it to anything else well it could be but attributed to the, me. but the I, fact like that if, Philly if, fans drove Ben into this mental health spot and ever shut easily, the fuck up shut, easily, up. Easy, shut Abe, up Abe,
0: i completely if it is
2: mental health which i'm not saying it's not i'm not i would never do that it's something personal it is not philly fans that is just being a bitch that's not mental health i disagree i i don't
0: think that people understand the toll of an entire city millions of people Hating you, talking shit on you, can do to your mental health.
2: The same exact city that was sucking him off for three years. If he just does one, if he just practices and improves and That's tries, fine. you can. We're you can right say, there by his side. You the can Six- say the criticism. We were booing is fair. last night. They were booing the Sixers last night with James Harden on the bench. You're gonna try and drive him out of the city by fucking booing this team? No, the city will ride that's what Philadelphia does but that's the point
0: is he was playing maybe not up to the standards and maybe it was his fault that he didn't practice free throws and he didn't dunk on Trey Young but there was a an actual turn to where the the local news is making jokes about who he is as a human
2: he did that how Oh, and then you have ESPN tweeting, uh, everyone, ESPN, the big M saying how Philly fans drove him out. And then a clip from the ESPYs comes out last year of ESPN Network making a joke that he's building houses in Africa with all of his bricks that he's throwing up in the fourth quarter. Like, stop twisting this narrative. The guy just couldn't handle it. And Philadelphia is a city that would ride or die with you. People got on Joel. Joel was booed. Joel talked shit back to the fans. Joel got in the gym and improved, which Ben never did.
0: He's That's the all same fine. exact I, player I am as fine. when he entered the league. I am fine with saying it is Ben's fault for not improving and getting the criticism. That's normal. there's
2: no fault that should be placed on 76er fans in the city of Philadelphia.
0: I'm not. I'm not even saying it's it's the Sixers fans' fault, but I am saying. There's absolutely a scenario where there's correlation between the entire city turning on him and speaking about him once he dr- asked
2: out. Huh? Sure. Once sure. he said I'm out. But
0: there is that's fine, but that could easily lead to a mental
2: health crisis. Right, that could lead. But he was saying the mental health stuff started before last season before the Atlanta series. That's what he said in the press conference yesterday. And, and when the Sixers weren't, of when the Sixers weren't made aware of any mental health stuff until October, when there's the season had already levels. started in training camp, that's when the mental health stuff came to them because rich Paul figured, Oh, we could win our money back in arbitration. It's a it's very, just,
0: the it's consistency very, with, it's a hmm.
2: very gray area thing.
0: The consistency, I totally agree is all over the place. The timeline makes no sense. There's speculation from all sides at the end of the day. My point is there is a world where Sixers fans being dickheads drives him into depression. Like, I don't think that's a crazy concept to, to grasp whether or not it, it, he deserves a criticism, whether or not he couldn't take it, whether or not all these different things. That's that's really my whole point with this. So. I'm saying now. He is saying he wants to play. So does do it. it. So does returning to a place like that trigger PTSD, literal PTSD? Could he have post-traumatic stress disorder from
2: PTSD, Jack? He might be physically harmed. Like they might have to play that game in glass. You're talking about wearing a Ben Simmons jersey to the Wells Fargo on March 10th. Think about that,
0: though. You want to talk about the city of Philadelphia <laughs> didn't have anything to do with the mental health, and he has to consciously be like, "Is someone going to bring a gun and shoot at me?" Because that's rational. That's so rational. But that's my point. Philly fans are out of their minds. It th- all the blame does not go on them, absolutely, and all the bl- and some blame probably goes
2: on Ben. Because you remember the much- conversation we had about. Trading Ben Simmons for Jeremy Grant and Cade Cunningham? Yeah. You remember the conversations we have had about trading Ben Simmons for C.J. McCollum and a pack of oatmeal? You remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. And what did I say? The waiting game is the right thing to do. I stood by Daryl the entire time, and it fucking worked. Daryl is a genius and play these cards so right. Maybe. This is the absolute. Jack, if I told you after that Atlanta series and Ben asked out him, People were talking about trading him, that we're getting James Harden for Ben Simmons. You would have said, "We're not, I'm nuts.
0: On a bad hammy, James Harden? Diva James well, Harden? Oh, that hammy is fine, dude. Is it? That hammy is fine. He looked skinny last night, too. No, he didn't. In that ugly-ass fit he was wearing? That shit was how could How could you even tell if he looked skinny? He looked ridiculous. That was fire. Anyways, what would you put the Sixers' chances at winning the title at?
2: Just trying to win the next game. Okay. Just trying to win the next Are we game. We're doing that.
0: You're turning to... you're turning into Ben Simmons. You're just giving a press
2: conference as fucking answer. <laughs> just focus on the guys in this locker room and win the next one. <laughs>
0: should we talk about the lakers for a second they're 30 to 1 to win the title they've got anthony davis i mean if you want
2: to if you want to talk about the lakers then can we please talk about the washington wizards too because they have the same amount of wins do either team
0: have a chance at the title
2: (sighs) i'm pretty sick in the head for thinking the lakers do (laughs) Or that Porzingis could really rejuvenate this Wizards team. <laughs> um, do the Lakers have a chance at the title? I I can't say no. If they can get in, I can't say no. I mm. a healthy LeBron and AD. Like if LeBron goes twenty eighteen Cleveland LeBron in the playoffs in That's the playoffs. The I'm part. saying like in a seven game. I the the reason that I say that the Lakers can win it can get to the finals, the Suns are really good. The Warriors are good. Memphis, Utah, Dallas, and Denver do nothing to me.
0: I'm kind of in on Memphis. Not like actual contenders, but like they're legit. I'll I'll give them like the legit tag. Like they're a very good basketball team.
2: So they're, they're cuties.
0: cuties. Yeah, they're cuties. <laughs> um My feeling on the Lakers is this. I thought there was an opportunity at the deadline to make moves that didn't have to involve cutting Russell Westbrook out of the equation and giving up all your picks. I thought there were moves to be made. I went to a Lakers game on Tuesday night, right before the deadline, actually. They played Milwaukee. A.D. LeBron, Russ, actually, even, is not the problem. They have incompetent basketball players. Like, they... Their supporting cast is garbage. I can't even describe how porous that team is. Like it's it's a it's a revolving door of Stanley Johnson, Austin Reeves, Avery Bradley couldn't guard you, Abe. Uh, they've got Malik Monk who they're relying on to pour in twenty a night. Dwight Howard is taunting on the on the sideline. I don't think he's played in a week. They've got DeAndre Jordan like they have actually the worst set of backups ever and so when we say like put anyone around those three they tried doing that and it just failed miserably so i'm not going to 0.0 it because i do think there's a situation where russ plays well finds his role ad doesn't shoot 17 percent from three and lebron does what he does in the playoffs where they can beat some teams and if the draw falls the right way but I will say, I don't think they win a title. I do not think they win a title. I think they could get there because the West could... Yeah, they, they have nobody who can defend Joel and James. I agree. Yes, exactly. So, Lakers might be dead. Knicks are deader than dead. I mean, just the worst roster construction ever. Everyone sucks. Tibbs is going to get fired after winning coach of the year. The GM needs to be fired. Everyone needs to be done. No one cares. Randall is back to playing like, last year and and it doesn't matter we go up 15 on every team and we're talking moves. about the knicks
2: for a little too long yeah it's they're just, 25 and
0: 33 yeah just really really poor stuff. you have to have
2: 26 wins for us to talk about you on this podcast
0: all right maybe monday's episode we'll talk all right. um oh all-star we didn't even get a whole preview on all-star pick some pick some winners dunk contest
2: Jalen green i'll go Jalen
0: green that's the only person i know in it skills challenge is like a team
2: i'll go the ah, are
0: kumpos i don't um, know the skills. skills i don't know if yeah.
2: three points i'm gonna take one of the curries i think that's a good bet yeah that's probably a safe bet i'll go
0: with the other curry who you're not dunk going contest
2: with. is cole anthony obi Jalen green oh obi yeah
0: and uh i don't know obi can jump i know obi that Obi can jump um and then Team LeBron is ten times better than than Team Durant, and that was one of the funniest pieces of content we've seen in a long time.
2: The best, the best television that there, there ever was. Having Durant pick between Rudy Gobert and and James Harden was just unbelievable. It was gold.
0: So shout out to them for that. Uh, Eagleson, most importantly, get in here, brother. Brother, hey, brother.
2: Oh, How's it feel? Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony, Obi Top, and Jalen Green, and Juan Toscano-Anderson.
0: I didn't realize he was a dunker, but all right. Um, more importantly, Abe, number eighteen, Andrew Eagleson. How's mm-hmm. it feel? Uh, I so, feel much older, much more mature. I feel like an adult now. Naturally, you can get arrested now.
1: Yeah, that that's honestly like that seems like all it's good for. Like I can just actually get in
0: trouble now. Mm-hmm. Well, kinda... the good thing about turning eighteen in America is you can have a bank account um in canada though i didn't even
2: know that you can't have a bank bank account before you're 18 um probably not on your own name maybe i guess you could yeah what about these you're telling me these 16 year old tiktok millionaires don't have a bank account uh
0: i think their parents have to sign out sign off on it maybe oh i saw this on tiktok
1: wait do you guys not have like tap like you pay for stuff like
0: we do Okay. 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 People on TikTok were lying. I saw. Do that. you guys not have there. the ability to to oh, to have your own money without your government seizing it? Oh uh, no. we do. You don't. They, they right? take. They take it all. Actually, hey, did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Canada announced that uh, now the government can, without a court order, seize any funds in a bank account without warning.
2: So you're telling me I'm paying for the, you're paying for the government's parlays. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a reason in itself to run for office. Yeah. Sounds fire. Uh,
0: how has the reaction been Eagleson? Like, are you going to come down here pretty soon or what? Like I'm thinking about it. This place has been a disaster lately, especially like right in Ottawa, which is
1: just a few minutes from where I live. It's a complete mess. You can't move around downtown at all.
0: All like the trucker guys have been there and it's.
1: It's a complete mess. The government yeah,
0: Explain to Abe and the majority of our audience who probably has no clue what's going on in Canada. <laughs> yeah. So
1: basically, like, I mean, it's pre- like it's a pretty long story, but these I guess it's all become a lot of Canadians. Mostly truckers have been occupying downtown Ottawa, which is the the capital of Canada, just basically protesting. They won't move from the streets. No one can get anywhere until they remove mandates. Basically, vaccine mandates is where it started. And now it's gone to the the passport and all that. And uh, yeah, they've been they've just been there. It's been gridlocked completely like ambulances can't get through. It's been kind of a shit show. And yeah, like the the bank account thing that started because people obviously they have to donate because these truckers need gas and things like that. So they shut down like GoFundMe. They were supplying them with a lot of money. So they shut that down. And then now they're going after like they're seizing bank accounts that are involved with that at all.
2: Shit's crazy. trouble in paradise. Yeah, shit. Not is paradise. Crazy and up. then
1: it's also like minus thirty at the same
0: time while all this is happening. So, wait, minus thirty and that's in fucking Celsius. Yes,
2: Hold that's on. not. Possible. No, 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 Quebec. That's not possible.
1: It, It's possible. Is it, it was minus thirty last weekend? I think.
2: Dude, stop bitching. It's twenty three degrees. Oh my god. It's come been,
1: on. Okay, maybe right now, but it's been minus. It's been minus thirty. Minus twenty. No no no, but in in American it's 23 no. degrees. Minus 30 is 23. I okay, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I think Yeah, You're I don't know. Expect... Really... Quebec is expected to so... get
2: right. Quebec is expected to get 15 to 30 centimeters of snow Thursday evening. Yeah, Thursday we're
1: supposed night. to get a lot of snow actually for Friday they said. It's 15 to getting...
0: 30 centimeters, actually. So sounds sounds like things are things are up. Should be a fun birthday. Any <laughs> plans? I mean, like, there's there's not been much. to do. You can't even go into the
1: city for dinner. It's all like gridlocked. The like, and still like, there's still stuff closed because of COVID. They've been slowly getting away from some of that stuff, but like, there's not a whole lot going on. There's not much to do. So
2: this is the shittiest birthday ever. Close
1: close second to last year's maybe, <laughs> which what was, was what the same last year? shit. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> the still yeah, locked yeah, yeah. down.
0: <laughs> so it's pretty yeah.
2: crazy. That you're international right now.
0: Yeah, like is. we're talking over the borders, yeah.
2: Is Which that even drives? legal right yeah, now? For probably not for they might me. seize
0: our airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> they can come from my bank
1: account. There's not They can not come much kick that. down my door any second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Yeah. What about in the uh, Dolphins' world? You got your oh, coach. I don't Mick think we Daniel talked about that. Nick Daniel is
1: bringing us to the Promised Land. Did you guys what, what wild, is the card, wild, wild card weekend?
0: Yes, wild card weekend. No, no like, wild card weekend isn't the promised land. For no, the he, week 18,
1: 18 winning you're in. I mean, I'd like to have it clinched before then. McDaniel seems like the guy, but yeah, he uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw any of his press conferences or anything that he did, but like, I don't know if you can fix Tua, but like, he can talk. He definitely <laughs> gives a good interview. No, uh, like the staff that he assembled, I think it's fully done now. It just made sense. He's bringing in experienced guys, guys that uh, like. It seems like he wants to rely heavily on the run. Like that was kind of the OC hire, and uh, the
0: running backs. That's back smart. Start. Given yeah. that the league is just all about passing now because it's <sighs> so much more efficient, he should hire uh, McVeigh f- to be his OC. McVeigh is obsessed <sighs> with the run, and he said he doesn't really want to coach anymore. So maybe he could convince him come down to Miami. No COVID laws down there. No one's taking Look, your money. If you can, Thanks.
1: if you can, I think the O line is the most important part of football. So if they can, well, if they can build thing that, you have a good O line. If the, if they can build the O line and run the ball, then everything else kind of falls into place. I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Except if the, I was, and if I was Devin Booker, I'd be dating Kendall Jenner. Yes. But I'm not, so I'm not. I think. McDaniel
0: See what I'm can... saying. Wait, yes. but explain this to me. If you were close to being like Devin Booker, like you did have a good O line and you did have a good run game, but like you were five foot ten and left-handed, you probably wouldn't be dating Kendall Jenner either. So tell me how like he fixes that whole problem. I just
2: don't. I would never be five foot ten, so I don't really. Or know. left-handed. I'm left-handed. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Oh, are unique. Just six special one in choose. You should play quarterback for the Dolphins. Me? Yeah. I promise you I can do it just as good as Tua is.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I I think, I don't know, I want to believe it. And in if McDaniel's
2: game. really loves running the ball, I can hand it off. Yeah. I just I want to believe in it. And I don't okay. necessarily I want I, you know what? That's that's great cuz Jack and I want you to believe in it. Yeah, I'm all so in for that. More importantly after, how are our Leafs?
1: amazing ever since you've told me to be all in on them and i have been i've actually been watching them, and they've been on fire number one power play in the league marner has been on uh he was on like a seven game goal streak i think he didn't score but then he scored again last night i think they beat the kraken like six three they've been on a tear like they've been amazing
0: that's huge
1: yeah so when's the
0: cup final or are they gonna cancel the home games
1: no ontario actually said that they're gonna bring back some capacity so oh
0: you guys don't even have fans i forgot yeah no fans right now Okay.
1: we've gone back to that uh but they said they're gonna bring fans back so that could be nice you guys want to come up here maybe watch nope. uh leafs finals game
2: nope. you
0: still have to do the crate challenge here jack don't you
2: yes he does
0: might
1: as well make it one trip
0: yeah you can i guess it. if i if i could deliver the giveaway winner his stuff oh that's right he's in london visit you at college and you can't switch.
2: mail things there right now no, you can. You, you can. can mail stuff.
0: Actually, I don't know. Maybe they'll seize that shit, too. They see something coming from the U.S. <laughs> to Canada. They might take it. Uh, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But that's, that's funny that the, the guy was in London, of all places. Yeah. Well, please don't dox our giveaway winner. Um, <laughs> Eagleson, final thoughts on the big birthday. Any birthday wishes, uh, requests, anything, let us know. Um, no requests. Just like, what should I do being an adult? Like, what's the first adult
1: thing I should do? What did you guys you do when you turned 18? able to drink
2: 18? already or no? No. What did I do when I turned 18? What was the first thing Oh, I got my license. Nope, 17, I got my
0: license. Nah, people, like, like get cigarettes, definitely don't. Oh, buy a lotto ticket. That's uh, fun. That's what I should do,
1: buy a lotto ticket. Can
0: you, you can officially gamble?
1: I think I can.
0: Wow. Like, I don't on know. your phone? I... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, there's always a million great sign up wow. offers, so make sure you take advantage I'm going to of those. Sign up on Underdog right now. Actually, I don't think Underdog's in Canada. I
1: I have the app, and I've like looked on it for stuff before. Maybe it won't let me bet on it, but it let me download it. Like it
2: wouldn't let me download Buzzer. I think would... you should get arrested for what? Just See? a little misti- little misdemeanor. A little misty. We, a little don't misty. Ha- the, was... we don't have misdemeanors here. They're called something. I would so. say this. Go, go have spray a paint, fuck the government on, like, a brick wall. Yeah.
0: Go go have a beer. Don't drive, but have mm-hmm. a beer. Maybe Leafs in four. Get a um, – place a bet down on your Leafs. Yes. And uh, get a lotto scratch off.
2: And enjoy That night. sounds amazing. Last night at that. the Sixers game, somebody asked me. I was getting a beer. I got a beer. And then someone came up to me, like, a security person at, when I was sitting down, asked me how old I was. <laughs> And I genuinely froze. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I actually dead ass said to him, 20, I, I'm older than 21. <laughs> yeah, you said that? I, I should have. Yeah, I said that to him because I like blanked. But like, like, I feel like you should just be able to say, like, once you're in, in the U.S., at least, once you're over 21, like, before 30, you could just be like, I'm in between 21 and 30. Yeah. <laughs> Every year is fucking irrelevant. I'm turning 26. Twenty six, right? Yeah, twenty six and yeah. twelve yeah, you're days soon, like right? Yeah. Twelve days.
0: Twenty six is ass. Saquon Barclay year. Ugh.
2: Feel me? I'm telling um, you, between twenty one and thirty, and then thirty is just like a realization like fuck I'm actually old. Right. Like I'm sitting in this chair right now, my back is killing me recording this podcast, and I'm twenty five years old.
0: Mm. I'm screwed. A hey, final thoughts. James Harden. James that's it. Harden. Abe, that's it. The fuck Ben Simmons was until you got rid of him. There
2: I told go. him, I said, if Ben plays March 10th, all is forgiven. I wish him the best. Really? As, he, as long as he plays March 10th, I will forgive him for it all. We can go, we can shake hands as cordial men and move on. As wow. long as he plays March 10th. That's huge. Because that'll prove to me that he really isn't that big of a bitch coward that I think he is right in this moment. Snapback fam, I'll see you in Cleveland. Have a great
0: weekend. Much love. Peace.